Here's a new segment. No, it was just be like, uh, yeah, go, 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 go Carter. Go ahead. What's your? Do you like Guns and Roses? Yes, I do. Do you like Terminator too? Yes, I do. Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> do you, do you enjoy it? Top Gun? Here, I'll tell you a story about uh, the other day. It was at the Pan Am Clinic. Talked about this. Oh, you already talked about this. Don't you listen to our show (laughs) with the Terminator Two jacket in the LA? Well, yeah, this is from the the horse's mouth. I did see this, listeners. (laughs) A man walked in with a Terminator Two jacket. Then another man walked in with an LA Kings jacket, ninety-nine embroidered on the chest. What year is it right now? It's uh, 2011, I believe. Yeah, Terminator 2 jacket. And the Terminator 2 jacket had jean sleeves, right? Leather chest. No, and leather. Back. No, leather sleeves. Oh, jean. Leather uh-huh. sleeves, jean body. <laughs> Get it straight. T2 embroidered on the chest. Terminator 2 embroidered across the back. The back. I'll, I'll be honest. No, I uh, looked this up on eBay to see if I could buy from, it. You know, sports injuries. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're playing street hockey. Well, they're trying to master the art of flicking a shotgun whilst discarding a box of roses whilst confronting an immortal enemy. It's hard to do when you're out of shape. One more test for you here. What would you have done to that guy if you saw him through a fa- if you were like walking on one side of a schoolyard fence and he was on the other? What would you have done? I, I probably try to like do like a, a high five, like oh, like no. a six foot no, vertical no. high no. five. No, you wouldn't grab the fence and start screaming and shaking. Oh, that's what you want me to say? No, I wouldn't have done that. I would have high fived him. But I was there on business. You know, my father-in-law had a sports injuries. So. He's an athlete. <laughs> Here comes the wisdom, and here comes the truth, and here comes your favorite podcast, always still made for you. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Here Comes Some Wisdom, ladies and gentlemen. I would like to interject, it's not just another episode, it's a very special episode because we're in the same room together. Live for the first for time. For the first ever. time ever we're doing this together. And I'm drinking a beer. Carter is Carter is all lucid up. Carter's <laughs> had one quarter and about an eighth of a beer. <laughs> yeah. So in total, he's holding it like he's are, a big man. We are ready to go. He's drinking out of a little tiger glass. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like Charlie Listen, Sheen, tiger, real, tiger real beer, good. Yeah. And I want you to concentrate. One hundred percent. To the utmost, and even so, more than that. I think we so have a new voice. We do have on a new the voice. Not, that's not Brent, is it? No, I think that is Brent. No, it's not. No, no. So who are we? Brent. I'm Carter. I'm Trevor, and we have a special guest. We're at his house right now. You better know, and you better not know. Don't make me mad at all. Yeah. That's You're a, at my house. Uh-huh. <laughs> this is this is our good friend Ash. So. Uh, We've been talking about this for a while. We're at Ash's house. So yeah, we're we've been a- talking about him for a while. He's yeah. known as the hurricane. Uh, always mentioned. Show. He's practically the hurricane. He's he's mentioned frequently, but never fully addressed. Yeah. Yeah. So now we're gonna have a full stab at this. We're gonna uh, we're gonna we're gonna attempt to have some wisdom here, but we'll let you know how it goes. You you be the judge of that. We'll get back to you later. This yeah. Well, now, you, now you're at my address, so I've been addressed. <laughs> that was a Carter quality joke. <laughs> 
All right, Brent, you got a segment for us? Let's start it off. Let's go. Okay, I'm going to be talking today about... <laughs> I'm going to be talking today about animals in space. Of course you are. That's like <laughs> That's two of your favorite. favorite things, animals in space. Put together. Together yeah, at last. Put together. So what would you guess the first thing in space was? This is the 40s. Oh. I think we talked about a this mouse. in an earlier episode. A it was mouse. a dog, wasn't it? No, mice were the first thing in space. Yes. Oh. Mice the first thing, but not enough for orbit. So does that count? If so it they doesn't just get into orbit, you shoot slingshot. The doesn't count. <laughs> Sling your goal. Upper atmosphere does not count. It's got to be. Okay, so it's that was be in first. orbit. In the 50s, that was the 40s. In the 50s. Okay, let me try. guess. Some more mice, and then a rabbit. <laughs> they went for dogs. Dogs, yeah. So some dogs. Man's best friend. Dog That's what we do shot. to our friends. Yeah. <laughs> Put them in the atmosphere to burn up. Mm-hmm. So dog got shot into lower, not into orbit, so into fake space, and okay. it actually came back alive the first time. What? So they had parachutes the first and time stuff. Did they wow. shoot the same dog up? Same dog oh, again. You get there once. You get a. That's your life. It's like the the turkey that gets a pardon on Thanksgiving by yeah. the president. Next year it doesn't. Next year we're shooting you back. <laughs> Good thing you made it this time, uh, Daisy. Next time we were tomorrow afternoon, send you back up till you yeah. die. Yeah. So, so things get serious in '57. Like Laika, dog again, oh. Russian dog, first to make it into orbit. Did they put one. them? In, did they put them in a space suit? In a space suit. Uh, in a, just in a little chamber. So, r- aluminum foil. This dog. Like this dog. dog yeah. Yeah. If you went, if you listen to some Russian folk stories, it came back, but no, like it did not come back. So <laughs> it got shot into space and then probably burnt up. The Russians just lied. Yeah. Well, it's just folk. Yeah, like is good. Here he is. Like, wait, that's a retriever. No, I think the kid <laughs> story. Is, I think the kid story is that like goes to Mars and finds stuff there. And oh, has no, other time. dogs. Just chills. The big yeah, dog park on Mars. It's so much like Mother Russia up there that he just wants to stay. Mm-hmm. Such a beautiful communist country. Yeah. So the U.S. had to fight back. A dog went up there. So in one year later, in 58, they sent up a squirrel monkey <laughs> named Gordo. A what? Squirrel monkey named Gordo. 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 Now that's the name I could get behind. Yeah. Gordo Wait, what's a squirrel monkey? It's like... Long-tailed little white face. People have them as pets. Oh, those little ugly things. Helper monkeys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe oh. a pelper monkey. Maybe I thought they were small, like 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 chipmunk yeah, size. Yeah, I'm yeah. bigger than that. But yeah, Gordo did not make it. So a year later, Gordo gone. Baker and Abel were the first U.S. monkeys. They made. They sound it. like pilgrims. Mm-hmm. No, they sound like biblical they were space characters. Pilgrims. <laughs> it's like we can't name them Cain and Abel. Let's make them Baker and Abel. Yeah. <laughs> Abel made it all the way to space and back, but then died of an infection from one of the. Little chips put into it while he's like Bob Marley. That's yeah. what they Broke say. It was died. It was outer space infection. It was Andromeda strain. That was the beginning. But happy story. Baker did make it until eighty four. So he, he lived, lived all the way to the Reagan administration. <laughs> <laughs> he had a happy life. So he did. He get opening seats to Star Wars in seventy seven. Thanks for just <laughs> ruining. And it's card. fallen flat. <laughs> Crash back down from orbit. <laughs> yeah, you just, you didn't like a, you did not make it back. <laughs> so, so let's go on to the 60s now where things start to oh, fall. Things yeah. start to go off the rails. It seems just to start because. Sputnik's start, reality. Seems to start to become just, just for show. Just so, for show. Russian dogs in 60 were the first to make it up and down again. First dogs. Um, the first chimp was in 1961. And this chimp actually did fly the ship. I know there's been some debate about this, but it pulled levers, so little banana pellets would fall out. Really? And that's like true. Actual. That's yes. true. So they trained it using pellets to, it was able to 
pulls some strings on its own. A ch- oh, that's so awesome. Mm-hmm. A chimp pulling... Mm-hmm. Flying a spaceship before... Yeah. The first thing to ever fly a spaceship was a chimp. So now, now <laughs> things go off the rails. Everyone's okay, that's done. Let's just... Let's see what we can do now. 63, the, the French send up Felix the cat. The French don't count. They're not in this race. They're not no. in the space no, they race. They pop in with Felix the Felix astronaut cat. cat. No. Was it fueled by champagne or this something? This poor cat. It's so racist. That's champagne, whatever. But just a cat in space, that's just an awful combination. Cat in a car <laughs> is just a disaster. Oh, yeah. If you've ever tried to drive with a cat, you'll know it's like yeah, clawing there your goes face. Your you gotta, you got to kennel that, kitten. Yeah, so this cat must have been bouncing around the chambers. But Felix made it. Must Couldn't have been okay after that, though. <laughs> then in 66, we jump ahead to the U.S. Wasps. <laughs> That's a you week. Know. And what was the point of that? That's a week. <laughs> yeah, they've week. got they've got similar circulatory and uh, they're just like yeah. us, except <laughs> you know. there was. So Russia counters with turtles. <laughs> I like turtles. Mm-hmm. They got their own spacesuit. They should be able to. Yeah, they can just exactly. Jump. You know, you get put a golf ball on its head, <laughs> let it go. High vacuum situations, just you know, just retreat into the shell. Yeah, that would work. Yeah. <laughs> so nineties, eighties, seventies, meh. Not much happened. 90s, things get crazy because China and Japan get into it. Wait, isn't there all... Oh, wait. So, so China, wait, you forgot, you, forgot, you forgot humans, the most dangerous animal of all. 66. 66? Mm-hmm. Wasps. Yeah. Also, acid was a, a popular drug of choice during that. that could be, right. could be a, unrelated, so for all we know. So now it just seems like, well, China sends British up... A, yeah. So yeah, China, the British. <laughs> <laughs> So this China stuff, Japan, that just seems weak. It's like, okay, we've already done wasps. Well, 20, 20 years later, China sends up a guinea pig. Japan sends up a newt. It's like, seriously. I'm surprised Japan's allowed to do that stuff. Didn't they sign rules? They weren't allowed yeah. to touch those kind of things for a while? Rockets yeah. kind of off First limits. chance they get, they're sending the newt. <laughs> That's it, boys. The treaty's expired. <laughs> First... We can send a newt into space. Yeah. It's like, no, I thought you said nuke, not yeah. newt. <laughs> yeah, Vivian, No. <laughs> Oh, so the U.S. Yeah, they got so excited that they had to take up the radioactive material and put a newt in. So the U.S. counters newt with like, that sucks. We're sending up stick insects and a carp. Now they're getting artistic. Mm-hmm. Now they're getting artistic. No need for a stick insect. They're awesome, but whatever. Stick insect and a fish and a glass lid. Together. They're friends. The 2000s were a bit weird. Spiders, bees, ants, killifish. They send people to space, but you were just sticking on the topic of just animals. Yeah, I get you. Yeah. So that's just asking for trouble. Those spiders, ki- Japanese killifish. Okay, you don't have spiders. Yeah. They go into space and they get like radiation, and then they come back to Earth and they take over the world. Exactly. That's yeah. a bad movie. Potentially, to spiders mm-hmm. from space, Mars, mm-hmm. Maybe. Mm-hmm. maybe. So 2010, we're at the modern stuff now. Guess what? Iran has just gotten into the space race. Oh, <laughs> guess gosh. what they sent up? Iran. Mm-hmm. They want to be serious. Can you guess what? Seagulls. Flocks, flocks of seagulls in Iran so far away. <laughs> Pottery. <laughs> Still got to be an animal. Still, um, Trevor, one last guess. I could say something really offensive okay, about no, Iran, but I won't. No. Here's how it just sucks. A mouse. Back to square one. A mouse. After a all mouse. that. A mouse. <laughs> They're they're keeping it. They've already been offended the Japanese. 
the French. And the Russians and the French. <laughs> so, boom goes Iran. So they sent a mouse. After all this time, mouse. So the U.S., oh. the most recent animal into space is the U.S. with a golden Snake. orb spider. Why are they like... Sp- the U.S. is onto something creepy with spiders and bees and stuff. Exactly. There's something not good happening. The U.S. has basically canceled their space program. Just bees. Bee bait. Well, pod mines. Space honey. Delicious. Space honey. Actually, I would be, I'd have space honey. <laughs> They're more interested in selling tickets to boy bands than they are actually discovering oh, oh, anything oh, in space. Uh-oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> and... That's the end of the first segment, I think. Just peaced out. (laughs) (laughs) Drops the mic on the stage, all of which are American dreams. (laughs) 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 This might be late. This might be late, though. This might be coming out like... Much after the fact of breaking news, three weeks later. NHL. That's right. Returns. Congratulations, Winnipeg. Congratulations. Everywhere. Everywhere you look, on a bus, on a building, on a billboard, congratulations. Hey, Mr. Big Shot Toronto, trying to get your second team right now. That's right. That's right. That's why we're all big city. Because your first one's a piece of crap. (laughs) (laughs) So, Jets back. Yep. Are they the Jets? No, they're, no, they're, no, for they're sure not the not. Jets. They, while you're listening, you probably know what they are officially called. What can we call them? So this is us talking, yeah. as usual. This is after More the fact. wrong than usual, yeah. But yeah. What can we probably. call them? Well, the big thing is like the Falcons, because that was like the 1919 uh, Olympic champion team that was put together from Winnipeg of like uh, a, yeah. Scandinavian immigrants or something. That's a bit cold, though, taking the Atlanta Falcons. And I know. That's, I, their, I that's think, their NFL I think, team. It's I think they the should team. call them... The Winnipeg Bartalias. <laughs> I think it the, Dig it. The, the Winnipeg inferior road design systems. Maybe they could have a they could have a map of Winnipeg and it's all crooked and you can't get anywhere on it. Only the if you Winnipeg have a Blackberry. Only if you have a Blackberry. If you have an iPhone, you get a decent map. <laughs> if it wasn't for street gangs, wouldn't Winnipeg Warriors win though? Well the streets are so <laughs> <laughs> that's, but that's the best name, but <laughs> that, is, that is a great idea. Well, they've got the high school team name, maybe. What were the other good old old names? The Warriors and the IP. Yeah, what about Winnipeg IP? <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Or no, Manitoba IP. Because there is, oh, there is, there is be it might be a Manitoba. So right the Wol- Manitoba. Okay, yeah, those are underrepresented. Like, yeah, like, like <laughs> Manitoba so the, I team. So I didn't know the Warriors the were a local gang. I thought it was just that you know movie, The Warriors in New York. Uh, no, that's a Winnipeg. Carter, you're too young. <laughs> I haven't seen the movie. That's yeah. past my time. We've had ex- growing up. We had it seems a bit like a <laughs> '70s movie, but did this actually happen? I remember being strong that like there was a like, gang starting to brew up in Dauphin. Yeah, and then it's oh. like the hell, and then the Hell's Angels had to come out. To co- they eventually went too far. There was fight night, and the Hell's Angels just came and yeah. cleared out the town. And everyone's yeah. like, "Thanks, Hell's Angels," and they went back. It was. They left. The, it was like the Hell's <laughs> Angels had like a bunch of kids' dads. Fighting in CN Park. <laughs> I heard that. Against, I was like, like teenage street gangs. Yeah, teenage yeah. street gangs in Dauphin. From I, Dauphin. Bunch I, of nobodies. I was in elementary school and there was just rumors all day. The Dauphin gang's going to fight the Winnipeg gang. And everyone's like, Winnipeg gang's going to kill the Dauphin. Me and Mike Dauphin. sat on the roof of Dauphin Musical and watched the whole spectacle. Yeah, Dauphin used to actually exist. Yeah. It doesn't anymore, but. 
We snuck it out did on our a bike. Time. We snuck on our bikes and we sat on the rooftop musical and we watched a dad with a baseball bat <laughs> beat a 14-year-old kid. <laughs> and the cops <laughs> pretended nothing happened. Oh, I didn't know this actually happened. I thought because it was just the a, angels were in ooh. the right. Yeah, I go and count as the angels are they're, they're the street angels. Oh, yeah, they own Bartelia. <laughs> you ate, ate Bartelia. Watch out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're going to be coming here. You have any listeners we have? You know how many Hells Angels listen to this podcast, Tina? They're going to track you down. Being broadcasted live. Yeah. I'll, I, my back is uh, towards the window. I want to turn around and yeah, switch spots right. with you. Yeah. We'll, see a, we'll see a red circle on the back of Just head. bar Italia drive by. Uh. So that's the Jets. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what we think about the Jets. <laughs> Okay, let's talk about chafing. We don't want to, but... Something we think about all day, right? Yeah. So like I think everyone... No, no. If you're not chafing, you don't think about <laughs> it. <laughs> but it's happened. Was there like a time when you thought it was just happening to you and something was wrong with you? No. And you're walk- doing some walking and it's like, what's happening? I think the first time I discovered the joys of chafing, was I thought maybe I had an STD. I'm not going to lie. I thought something bad was so happening. So you were five years You old, shaved right? the wrong Gen- way. Jennifer? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> With the grain at the start, people, you got to learn. <laughs> anyway, so terrifying experiences with chafing. So we're going to go around the horn with this, but my first, well, my experience with this were Manitoba Marathon 2009. Okay. Was that the marathon, Brent? Well, you decided that you were just going to see if you could run a marathon. Without yeah. training? That yeah, was the pretty one much. That Brent didn't trade for it. <laughs> he was just like, I wonder if I can run a marathon. I'm going to do it. Well, he was already, just go for you it. Know, in the well, bush for months. Well, no, that's with the army. Like, I did some. You know. I did do some training. I don't know where. That's you not true. You didn't do a lot. No, because, well, I did some, and then my. Well, what I, I had to just see if I could go for it because my... You just went <laughs> for just it. go yeah. for it. Because I found it after about 10 miles, my knee started to have shooting pain, mm-hmm. which makes sense because I'm not really a runner. How many miles is the marathon? 26. Oh, jeez. So for the... Got a ways to go after that. 26. So then, so then I found out that if you just chew down enough Tylenol, it takes the, takes the swelling away, takes the pain away, so I can make it. Whilst running? Yeah. So you, just you chew, chew on Tylenol well, take tablets? It, yeah, you take it before and during. Take a few, pop a few while going. But you chew them. No. Does that work with chafing too? Are you sure you didn't chew them? Sure, I didn't yet. Oh. Just swallow them. Sorry. I love chewing Tylenol. That'd be a pretty amazing story, you know, if you were yep. chewing on Tylenols and it was alleviating joint pain instantly whilst running 26k. But I'm gonna work a little backwards for this story. So I had some, ex- I had some Sorry. experience with this. So I was prepared. I had like stuff ready to go. And on the ch- on the marathons, I found out they're lucky enough. They're nice enough to give out like, tubes of Vaseline. So you can lube up if you need to. Grease up the, <laughs> the nipples or what yeah. What have you. Grease up the yep. man joints. So were, I did find were, out that were you th- wearing one of the 80s? No. <laughs> like, you remember? Like, the, the shirts that were made out of, like, tractor tires <laughs> that were perforated and had, like, the number on it on the front. The little they were two-tone and belly insig- tops. Uh, yeah. Are you th- oh, I thought you were talking about the like, ones with like, the insignia like, over the nipple. Like oh, the, yeah. No, no. The ones no, with no, the sign. Yeah, like, I'm, Rex Grossman I'm, warm-up Yeah, I'm talking, yeah, I'm talking about, like, you know, the Alice Cooper... Rubber you know, tank suck top. my ass, you yeah. know. It's hurricane top. Yeah, no. So a few. Let's see, a couple highlights from this marathon. I did see somebody first. Number crossed, eighty was popular, I believe. First thing that happened is the ma- it crossed a major. Because I was grad eighty. 
Okay. So we cut out. Sorry. Sorry, Brent. Go ahead. Go ahead. So the first major highlight is from and it crossing would, you know, a major. It would, it would like <laughs> rip your flesh. Like your nipples were like basically <laughs> pouring. You know. So tell us more about this. Pus. From the rubber shirt. Like it was insane. It's like those things that you like find pears wrapped in. You okay. Yeah, 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 like yeah, yeah. But they're white though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Rip your nipples off. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this is good for running. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, those are good for anything That's in the eighties. <laughs> <laughs> Going out, playing tennis. <laughs> On a date with your agency racket. <laughs> Going to see poison, it didn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sorry, Brent. Right, so. <clears throat> first thing topic. I remember from this that sticks out was about five miles in, crossing a major, major city highway or road. So it's like five, six lanes, traffic just stopped. It's like somebody can sneak through one at a time, police are there, when there's a gap in the traffic, and there is some guy so mad. They in the car, his truck screaming at the police, just shaking. It's like, let me go! And runners are laughing, by like, screw you! Screw you again! And then just keep going. It was like everyone's high fiving. Like, is that in Quebec? No, this was here. This was this was oh, Winnipeg was Marathon. Oh, Winnipeg. Actually, let's flash back to the start. This was the spring training for 2009, it was, yeah. right? Okay. Spring for it was ice cold, never above like 10 degrees. Marathon yeah. day decides to be 30. <laughs> so you get there. It starts at about seven or eight. It goes to start. You're there at the start. Is that a rule? They'll postpone a marathon if it's not 30 degrees? No. It, that day was 30 yeah. degrees. So oh, it was a okay. nice surprise. That day so was 30 degrees. There was no planning for it. You're sitting there. It's already hot. The sun's not even out yet. And the sun starts to come out and they start doing ceremonies. That and should be like, a rule, though, yeah. because, you know, all the best runners in the world are from hot climates. Like, this isn't for the best runners. This is for... This for Manitoba. <laughs> I know. I, I know. I'm just saying. I just had a thought. Okay, thanks. <laughs> you're sitting there just cooking already. It's like 25. Like This is going to be awful. Alan's Law, right? <laughs> oh, don't bring up Alan's Law. Don't. So first thing that happens, they they sing the national anthem. That's nice. Yeah. Then they sing the national anthem again in Ojibwe. Why not? You're like, okay, this is stretching out. This is being like 10 minutes of standing. Then they sing it in, in yeah. Portuguese. Yeah, getting hotter and hotter. Then they, then they play the official pop song of the Manitoba Marathon. They had a pop song? Yeah. It's like half an hour of standing there just cooking. It's like, this is awful. In the heat. Mm-hmm. Baking. So flash you're just burning up, getting hot. Halfway through the race, my fiance at the time, she was gonna be nice and meet me at the halfway point. She's like, I'm gonna come watch you watch this. Run this. I'm just dying already. Like just dragging. Like this is so much worse than I ever imagined it would be. And then she starts running with me and flip flops. She's like, How's it going? No, no, no. Get away from yeah. me. That you like, don't know my yeah, pain. Yeah, just fist clenched, jaw clenched, like, stop, stop, get away from me. It's just just hopping in flip flops, so yeah, I'm dragging. Yeah, time. Yeah. Well, I'm like, running yeah. through the forest. Well, like, well, I'm just sprinting so I can keep up with him. Just like I hate, so much hate going right now. My highlight though was seeing somebody near the end take, throw down. It's like, imagine what they were thinking was, hey, they're handing out like you know like Gatorade, not Gatorade, but like gel packs mm-hmm. that you slam back for energy. Except that was those tubes of Vaseline we've been talking about. <laughs> so it's like, oh, an energy thing. I could use this. Oh, no, you drank Vaseline. Ate. I did not, yeah. Someone Slammed ate down Vaseline. a thing of Vaseline. <laughs> nice one. Sorry to choke. Um, you know that's must Vaseline. must have been right? smooth that <laughs> night. <laughs> Just zoom. 
pooping. <laughs> Speaking of, the other low light of the marathon was definitely at about the 20-mile mark of 26, having to stop to use the porta potty That's well, Burning because you just drank yeah. Vaseline. Yeah, that it's hurts a man. That Burnings, hurts. yeah, 50 above in there. Burnings, just... That's Sweat understood. dripping into your eyes, totally blind. Wait till you it poop was, tomorrow after awesome. eating that raha we just had. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so thank you. Those are my. And does anyone else have well, a? I, does I anyone remember, else have a story to share? I remember running a half marathon where they were handing out stuff, and I did, I thought it was just like a Gatorade station, except it was like two guys handing out beers on like the eighth mile. <laughs> And everybody was like stopping and like having multiple beers. These guys had like a keg of beer. It was like by oh, you cross a bridge, and all of a sudden there's like a, a bunch of beer on like the eighth mile of a marathon. And it was the best beer I've ever had in my life, ever. I remember setting the record in Mackenzie. I remember you <laughs> junior, setting the record. Junior high school running four record for no, that wasn't the four mile. Oh. It was the one mile, the record. And then they had to take me to the hospital because I passed out. Because <laughs> that was like you know, just. Like, you know, three or four months after I, you know, officially decided I was going to, you know, be addicted to cigarettes. You took up the honorable passion of... Still very athletic person, but this was, you know, three months into, you know, performance-enhancing drugs So, So I still was able to set a running record, but then they had to take me to the hospital because I blacked out. Yeah, you crushed it, though. It got beat five years later. Oh, by who? Jeff. Carter, this isn't done yet. We're not killing the segment yet because to tie it all together, hospital and... And chafing, that's something I'll remember from you my went army to the training. No, because of chafing, somebody else, no a friend of mine did though. He had to like, you have like, to go to the hospital. He had to cha- tap out, not like quit the course, but like take a day off. Of, he like, didn't being smoke in the cigarettes bush though. To be like, I'm chafing so bad. <laughs> I'm chafing so bad. I've just got to tap out for a minute. I've got to go to the hospital and get this looked at. Because <laughs> so, yeah, my butt never, is my never, butt yeah. is just hospital so chafe. That'd be my like butt is just so bad. It's so it's so chafed up that I've got to go get some. Get some cream for What's this. What's the, the doctor? Oh. He's like, drop the, drop your pants, sir. You're like, so you're Whoa. talking about <laughs> anal chafing? Yes, that's so bad. Oh, I always so imagine oh, this I've conversation got... was about pelvic chafing. Oh no, this gets worse. Could this, oh, could, like, I've never had that. Yeah, I've never, I've never had extreme chafing actually like oh. translate to a first degree burn. I guess, eh? Like you burn this. Oh, right? Wow. Yeah, butt chafing to the point of having to go to the hospital. I think that. That's the worst that I've seen. not seen. Okay, I not seen <laughs> it. I really not see it. That was the best God. one I got. The, a hey. really good. Put up, put up a mirror. Yeah. Put up yeah. a mirror. Yeah. I'll hold hey, that hey, mirror hey. for you. Take a look. Get two mirrors. You need two. You need two. Get a video camera. Oh, YouTube. What do you think, YouTube? No. So, I think I would cry. <laughs> like, I don't know if I could go to a doctor with that. Yeah. If your other choice is just to keep walking around the bush, what do you do? Keep going like from five miles, keep going for walking from point to point when you're wet and chafed? Would you keep <laughs> I would just give up on life. And you drank Vaseline? <laughs> I would give up. a bad scenario here. I would just here. give up. This just brought Brent, it down a Brent's bit. Brent's not a quitter. Up. He's not a quitter. This wasn't me, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it always happens to a friend. Oh, yeah. A friend of a friend. The guy in front of you. Crazy butt chafing. Me, never me. Never. <laughs> Didn't even know what it was. I was positive you were telling me a story about what you've done. What was his name? Brent. <laughs> so it's been brought to my attention, thanks to Asher. This is what happens when you get a, you get some new blood in the, in the, in the podcast here. Uh, it's something that we've always 
kind of talked about. We never decided to bring up the podcast. What is what is this place, Ash? Well, this is a thing that uh, you know <laughs> breaches breaches my generation. So possibly you older listeners out there can uh, call in, and, email uh, to uh, here comes email, some wisdom email, at gmail.com. Yeah, exactly. There you go. Give the shout out. Tell me if I'm wrong, but I remember. A game park. Oh, why is it not a what's zoo? A, what's a game park? Well, it definitely wasn't a zoo. <laughs> it, it was a game park, and uh, it started across the street from Smitty's, <laughs> which was and which still is Smitty's. You could see it through the plexiglass window. <laughs> exactly. You could. You <laughs> the could. Hurricane ran you into could. From the swimming pool, even, you could see it. So this is Dolphin's. This is Dolphin's. This is this is Dolphin's answer to to a zoo in the eighties. They the couldn't quite call it a zoo because there were certain regulations that came with owning a Zoning real zoo. Exactly. It was an animal fun time. It's not called. It's not called, See, I still it's not called a real. zoo unless you're actually doing this for the benefit of animals. But there was a there was a game park across the street from Smitty's. Correct me if I'm wrong. But they had an alligator in a greenhouse. <laughs> it's true, man. I never. The thing is, in my mythical mind, I never knew about this incarnation of it. I remember it being out in a bush. Well, because at this point, you were still in Valley River. Yes. So, yes. I'm a city boy. <laughs> <laughs> city sunshine. So, city boy had access to this gay park across the street from Smitty's. And this is basically all I remember is overgrown trees, a lot of mud, and an alligator in a, in a in greenhouse. A green, so it couldn't move. It was like the size of a, a locker? It was the size of his body. <laughs> and there wasn't even a viewing panel. There was just holes poked in the top of this plastic paneled greenhouse. And the greenhouse. gator just gave up on life. And I'm pretty sure the gator, you know, I'm lived and died a miserable life. <laughs> in a greenhouse. They charged but admission, then, I'm guessing, to, to but the then, they moved this game park because right. it got shut down within city limits. I wonder why it would have got <laughs> shut down. I don't know. Well, I don't know who was the mayor at that point. Yeah. You listeners, you call in. Mayor. Give us this feedback. Who was the mayor of Dauphin in 1984? No. Taking So they moved it to Asheville. Asheville city limits. Asheville's not. That's even putting it loose. I would, I this was like city. in a bush near yeah, Asheville. Basically in between Asheville and like Trebolo. Yes. Yeah. What? Basically, yes. yes. Do not exist I grew up like 10, 10 yeah. minutes away from these places. I have no idea what you're Basically, talking Basically between Asheville and Trebolo. And then they, they still called it, they called it a wild game park. Yeah. What was the name? What, what do you I remember it as? Wild Sanctuary Kingdom Park game something. Like yeah. It was. Yeah. I remember going in, and there was a picture then, of a bear. There was yeah. a painting of a bear waving, and the paint was like already like worn off of the bear. Yeah, it's like welcome oh, to our park. Oh, you know, because like the hurricane bed. painted that yeah. when he was actually still in school. Yeah, he was only twenty-two at that time. <laughs> but anyway, here's here's where it gets really depressing oh. because now our memories our memories uh, progress to. Uh, Dolphins in kiddie pools, <laughs> what? dead hippopotamuses, and Whoa. the Australian creature. The creature. The creature. They, up, ha they had a sign, do not stand 10 feet or closer in front of the pen. They didn't even have a name for it. They had no name for this animal. It was from Australia. That it's it's like it a wrestler. Said. It's like Ultimate Warrior <laughs> from Parts Unknown. <laughs> like, like, yeah, Kamala. <laughs> yeah. Papa Shango. Here he is. Can you, was this 
No name. Standing on two feet. It it was like it, it you know it was like a monkey and and a, a coyote combined. <laughs> it had a spirit of a coyote and you know the agility of a monkey. It probably <laughs> honestly was some kind of thing where like a coyote probably snuck into the game farm and probably like, did. You gave know, gave the time to a monkey and all of a sudden. This is the, the animal was born. Moncody. Well, yeah, yeah, it's like a dingo made love to a coyote. To a, you know. I remember a bear. Oh no! You remember this thing the, as a bear, bear waving? Or the no, bear there was waving? A, oh, you remember no, the not bear? The, not the bear when you come into the park, which yeah. is the saddest bear on the planet. And it was a brown bear, and he was small and malnourished. I think it was a female bear. And it was in a hole. That's how that was concrete. The bear cage concrete hole. It was just a hole in the earth deep enough that a bear couldn't get out of it and that was, it didn't even have a cage on top. It was just a hole with a bear in it. So I guess if something fell in there, like a deer, it'd be like dinner time for the, like, that's like, that's like, that's probably how they fed it. They just left the hole open and if you fell in, that was bear food, I guess. Examine the bones. Oh, it ate yesterday, I guess. No, and like, honestly, the other, what was the other awesome thing they had there? The hippo, a hippo in a mud puddle that the guy like, they just sprayed with a garden hose. And and that this is how I remember the park ended, is that he was moving the hippo and it fell off a truck and it like broke itself somehow and he had to shoot it and he, somebody saw him shoot it on the road, and they called like the cops and everything got shut down because he had to shoot a hippo on the highway basically. Well, it's like how the, do you keep a hippo in a puddle? Aren't they? Was it so how do you sick how do you even obtain up? a hippo yeah. in Asheville? Exactly. Cannot, animal obviously cannot, animal no. regulations were a little less. I cannot Strict understand. It was the eighties. It was the eighties too. Apparently, it was the eighties. Regulations were loose so all around. You, in go the 80s. I think go back you to the brushed th- over one important part of the, the zoo that I still don't understand. He said something about a pool of water with a dolphin in a, it. The kiddie pool. Dolph- yeah. Dolphin in a kiddie like pool. Like a saltwater dolphin. Like in a kiddie pool. Echo the in dolphin. Yeah, pool. <laughs> yeah, like you know, I remember that too. That Every, does everybody's favorite animal. Brent's favorite animal. Okay. The dolphin in in a kiddie pool. Alligator in a greenhouse. Remember, like, I do remember that all of his animals were like injured or wounded, though. I think, of course they no, were. No, no, no. I think that's how he got away with it. I think that was part of his game. Was, it was that rehabilitation? Would, yeah, he would say like, "Well, I think part of his game was going to Winnipeg and going breaking into the Dolphin Zoo and stealing animals." Winnipeg no, Zoo I doesn't have animals that of that caliber. Though. I think he would go to zoos and punch animals and be like, "It's wounded. You better just give it to me. Nobody wants to see this. Look at this. Look at this monkey. It has no arm. Wait, it has an arm. No, it doesn't. It's like there goes the monkey's arm, and there comes the Asheville Zoo. Honestly, like the only dolphins in captivity in Canada right now are like. In Toronto and Vancouver Aquarium, basically at Asheville. And <laughs> well, in Vancouver. Okay, I I promise you, this is a world. promise. <laughs> I'm going there when I go home next week, and I'm going to take pictures of the leftover. We're going to put it on the blog, aren't we? I've been there. I've been there. The reason I've been there. Do you remember the? Know, yeah, you can exactly you can find the site. I know exactly where it is because every year my mother and me have a tradition at Christmas is that we go into the bush. And I watch the car, and she runs into the bush and cuts the top off of a Christmas tree, and then we bring it home, and it's our Christmas tree. So the saddest Christmas tree built out of like the fertilizer from dead hippos. <laughs> yes. But so, and it's right, random Australian and it's psychopathic right, animals. It's right beside it, and me and you know uh, you know Liam, a friend of the show. Liam has been there with me, and he didn't have his camera that day. And oh. like, he was like, this is the best place to ever take a photo shoot because it's like it still has the signs left from like the animals, and it's just a, it's an old 
deserted 30-year-old abandoned zoo that's rusted and like decrepit left in the middle of nowhere. Just well, it's not 30 years old. It's about 20, 25 years okay. old. Just... And I, and I can show you where the original site was because there's there's a bulldozer. That's you can see it from movie. the still from the window of Smitty's. You can see that where that bulldozer's parked. That's where the alligator <laughs> in the greenhouse was. That's a that's a horror movie. Like uh, zoo, zoo, yeah. zoo ghost abandoned zoo ghost <laughs> graveyard like. Well, that was an experience. The Russians in space. Yes. <laughs> I, I've now up to half a beer, and I am going to go pass out <laughs> in the ditch outside here. All right. If someone wants to email the show, where do they email us at? Here comes wisdom at gmail.com. Yes. Yep. yep. And our blog is no, here it's comes your blog. Some wisdom. No, it's our blog. Here comes some wisdom.blogspot.com. And this has been live. Dig it live. Mm-hmm. Dig it. Yes. We got Ash, Brent, Carter. Trevor. And that's your wisdom for this week. So I've always wondered about going paintballing. The only paintballing (laughs) I've ever done is the paintball mode in uh, GoldenEye 007 for N64. Because you were against blood. You didn't want to hurt people in the video game. You were in grade 9. And so um, I've always been scared of paintballing because I was in like grade 4. One of my friends went to, his dad took him to Brandon to go paintballing by himself. Are we that old? And um, oh, yeah, th- this fully grown man like held him down and unloaded like an entire <laughs> clip of paintballs into him. One of your friend's dads? No, some random guy <laughs> just held shot my friend. Kid. And like just automatic paintball weapon. just And this kid's like just lying on the ground dead. And so he came back to school with some bruises and he told us about this. So like, yeah, I'm never doing that. Okay, you're, for someone who has, they have no paintball stories, that's that's, yeah, that's a pretty insane story. one. No, but that's me. I've, that's why I don't have any paintball stories because I hear that from a young age. I'm like, yeah, not doing that. So yeah, that's insane. The one time that I've, the one time that we've gone paintballing as a crew, it started off. They gave us tips basically to not shoot each other within ten meters because it's gonna destroy you. So within one minute, Trevor and I were both sneaking around, of course, stealthing it out. We popped out of the same hallway at the In same time. In a castle. Mm-hmm. I shot, yeah, popped at the same time where basically the guns actually like scraped Touched each other. Each other. Yeah, it was like fencing. <laughs> and then I think I might have shot you where? In the, In the bicep, kind of. Okay, in the bicep. And you shot me where? <laughs> Across the In the, the knuckle. Indirectly yeah. In with the barrel touching the knuckle, shot into the knuckle. <laughs> Peeled the skin back like a grape skin. <laughs> <laughs> And you were man enough to continue for another hour and a half in the dirt. Man it, was, it, it was good. It was good. Let's go, boys. It was like, well, it's bleeding pretty bad. It hurts. It felt like my wrist was broken. There was enough force from that to shoot from knuckle through wrist, and it felt like I'd fallen and broken my wrist. Here comes some wisdom, and here comes the truth. And here comes your favorite podcast, always still made for you. Woo-hoo.